All right, welcome back to episode number three. We're now on episode number three of Hustle and Soul, guys. Hustle and Soul. It's pretty crazy that we made it to three episodes already. How is that crazy? It's tight. Like, it's not something that I, I thought would probably have worked out. I just, you know, it was just a I think it's working out. It was an idea that I think we both had, and people were actually gravitating towards it. I like it. We're making shit happen. It's exciting. You know, at first, you know, we had no idea what we wanted to talk about, where this thing was going to go, but I think since it's our real life i think a lot of people are gravitating towards it it's very relatable it's real content we're not fluffing stuff up i appreciate content like that and i hope others can feel the same way about that so really really excited we're um, gonna keep it going we're gonna keep it going and i think for today's episode we're gonna go towards an interesting topic i think and that is moving in with your significant other when when is the right time other. when is the wrong time what should expect what you shouldn't expect. What you hate. What you love. To be honest, there's no right or wrong answer. We're just going to give our experience and hope you guys can relate or understand or, or get an idea of what's to come if you decide to take that leap of faith and move in with your significant other. Because it's a big deal. Don't do it. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I think it's a big deal. Definitely it in anybody's life. You know, moving it's out, a big step. Moving out of the nest in general is a big thing. Um, but yeah, I think we should just start with our a little background of where we came from and oh. as far as living situations go. Yeah, I think we already told them enough of yeah. where we came from. They're probably if you like, haven't oh, already that. check out Meet the Parents, which is episode number one. We'll link it up somewhere right here or over there. I don't know how to use YouTube and stuff yet, but we'll link it somewhere, <laughs> and you guys can definitely get a background on us and our life and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and also a quick shout out to um, someone who actually gave us this idea, Emibu twenty nine. Um, we asked on Instagram what topic should we cover. And this was actually her idea. So that's pretty Shout out to you, Emmy Boo. We appreciate you. So I think we should get started with kind of our our background, our living situations beforehand, before moving in. And I think you have a little more interesting story. So we'll start with you. I have an interesting story. I mean, you definitely hopped around a little bit from, you left Southgate. (laughs) I did. Yeah. So I talked about this a little bit on episode one, so I won't repeat too much. But I did move out of Southgate for college. Um, Left my parents' house, didn't move very far, but I did live in Irvine and different cities in Orange County, including Newport Beach and Costa Mesa. Going from Southgate to Orange County is a big deal. I mean, you li- you went from living in Southgate, which is nothing wrong with it. But, you know, when you grow up where you grow up, it's kind of all you know. You just want to leave. You live literally steps by the beach. I did. So that was a crazy, like, jump from point A to it point was. B. It was, yeah. So I obviously lived in dorms um, my first year. Um, and that's just, like, a very different experience. You're with young people all the time. You have your own little spot. You're, like, here sharing here and they're sharing restrooms um with basically strangers or people like you don't even and that's know. different for you because you're an only child so that whole experience yeah. in general is i think is brand new to you yeah but i also think at that point i was also very young and i just want to get the hell out of southgate so um it was fun one of my favorite experiences was living in newport beach i did leave, live in a beach house yeah um walking distance from the beach so Yeah, very came a couple of times. It was beautiful. I lived with friends. It was like the most fun I've ever had. And Hmm. (laughs) it was like walking distance from the bars, from like all the nice restaurants. It was like 10, 15 minute drive to school. So it was just like a really perfect, cool last year living situation. Yeah. Um, And then I did live in OC for an extra year after I graduated college. And I talk about this again in episode one um, in Costa Mesa in in an apartment with my friend um and again like real world um pay your bills yeah. you get paid you need to learn how to budget your checks type of thing yeah and then i did move back home 
Yeah. So on the flip side, I didn't have that crazy of a cool story, you know? I lived, lived at mommy's house. I lived in my parents' house <laughs> from high school and my undergrad with Cal State Long Beach. So I commuted. But um, I have always had my own separate little space since I think freshman year of high school. So there's a back den in my parents' house and we converted that into kind of my living space. So it's it was a big ass room. It had a bathroom, it had a shower, it had its own entry point, exit point next to the, the backyard. So I was able to come and go as I pleased. I had a lot of privacy, so I had no issues and I was I was very comfortable. And I know you hated that shit. But that was where I had all my DJ equipment in high school. It was school. a man cave. It was basically a man cave. In high school, I had my buddies come over and we'd have DJ sessions after school. Uh, we just played loud music. The neighbors already knew what it was. They were cool with it. Um, I really had no issues. The pool was right next to there. My parents had a pool. So like it was literally like a sick-ass man cave. And then as I grew my business with Sworn to Us, the apparel brand, we actually gutted that room and we put cardboard boxes everywhere and had my just basically clothes everywhere. Yeah. So it became a warehouse shipping facilities with a bed and a TV. Yeah. So I definitely outgrew that real quick. And at the time when Arlene and I were hanging out, she, hanging out guys. She definitely she definitely <laughs> didn't appreciate, you know, me not being able to disconnect the I, brand. Yeah, I did appreciate it. It was just very overwhelming just because you have to take in mind like his home, his bed, his room was his business yeah so it was just a little hard because you know sometimes you just want to unwind and like hang out and just like netflix and chill right (laughs) netflix and chill and like be a couple but it's kind of hard to do that when like you're constantly getting text messages when it's like yeah did you pack this order when like literally your shopify is giving you a notice that you have an (laughs) order and like your stuff is like right in front of you and not only that but it got messy like picture a warehouse like what do you do you open up boxes yeah, there's boxes there were spiders there's like, it wasn't stuff everywhere it wasn't the best living situation in general and i am bringing a lovely lady into my life you know obviously that wasn't the ideal situation for you but then not only that my sister actually moved back so she had her she went yeah. to her graduate uh she went to graduate school in boston and there was a room out next to my boom boom room you call it and for speaker reasons not for anything mm-hmm. else um there's a room next to that and it was empty because my sister, it used to be my old sister's room. So your sister's old room, my sister's old room, (laughs) sorry, whatever. Uh, but when she moved back, she came back to that room and there was not much privacy. Granted, she's cool with it. She didn't care. She yeah. never bugged. Like she never told us to put it, t- put the TV down or any of that kind of the stuff. TV. <laughs> Whatever. She didn't really care. She was really cool about it. But it got to the point where Arlene wasn't comfortable with like, you know, the privacy situation. I don't think I wasn't comfortable. It was just like, very overwhelming and i think at that point where it's like your whole family is living in your house yeah it's like okay we need to we need to like figure out like we need to grow up yeah we, we need, need to, to grow, grow up, up and take the next step and all that kind of stuff and and kind of going back to what you were saying your parents house it was literally just them too yeah there was a fire in the f- front of their house i believe yeah so my family is a lot smaller i'm an only child so it's just me and my parents that were living at home yeah. and they own a duplex so um in the front of the house there was a family who was previously living here right. and the house did go on fire mm-hmm. um so long story short they had to remodel the entire front house and they did some remodeling in the back house as well so it's like two separate houses like pretty big space like just just like a really nice area so the front house was remodeled everything's literally brand new construction and at the time they were just like they still had i think insurance money they were like yo let's just develop the back or the the second unit and 
they started doing i think they started with the kitchen first and all that kind of stuff and yeah i remember you poked in and you were like oh this is really nice like now that you're seeing the construction and you started chiming in like yo what if we did gray floors and all that kind of stuff and your parents had their own touch yeah. with the entire house so that was like that didn't mesh with their design aesthetic but you yeah. started like dipping your toes a little bit pushing like I did. well i kind of like this honestly space. yeah honestly like my little light bulb came on little antennas <laughs> my light bulb okay um and i was like this wouldn't be a bad place to live you know i remember you, you sprung that idea on me real quick and I, I did i never took you serious yeah barry never took me seriously but i was like you've been living at your parents house for like a while like yeah. it's been a couple years that we've been yeah. dating um like let's just move out like let's it's pretty it. serious like let's just do it so i kind of just started like engraving that idea like slowly you kept and hinting at it joking at it again i never knew when to take yeah you, and i, I think did. you even joke with your parents and they didn't i even did believe you. joke with my parents because i don't know like i think my mom was always like like the type of person that was like don't bring a guy around unless it's serious unless and it's honestly me. like i shut up i haven't brought people around like that yeah. or it hadn't just me um <laughs> so yeah i didn't at first, I was just kind of like throwing ideas out there and I never like asked my parents like, hey, can Barry and I live back here? I yeah. never asked Barry like, hey, do you want to move in with me? You like, just started designing the I place. I just like took lead and I was like, yo, mom, this because mom caused the shots. I was like, you know what? This would be a perfect space for us to live in like realistically and at the time I, I was coming around a lot you were going to my house a lot so yeah. they knew we were a little serious uh, yeah we would stay at your house till like 2 a.m 4 a.m like sometimes i wouldn't even come home because we would go out and we'd yeah. like get drunk and like i just wouldn't make it back to my Good house times. <laughs> um so yeah so i just started throwing the idea out there and now yeah one day i was just like mom look like realistically we're gonna be the best tenants that you can have you can trust us we're reliable yeah we have we'll pay bills income. on time we have income like we're not we'll loud. clean after your pets don't even trip <laughs> and so long like she just said yeah so she ended up agreeing and then it was kind of like cool like that was easy and again at this point at this stage i still didn't take it serious like you would joke when i would come around like oh this is where barry and i are gonna live this is gonna be our yeah. room and blah 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 and, and like i, I would, would feel really uncomfortable around your parents because it's like at that time it was kind You're of like so awkward i still you know i don't live with you like what are the rules the boundaries all that kind of stuff i come from like a little more traditional there are no rules yeah and you guys are very free-flowing like fuck it attitude yeah so uh it was a little weird for me and again that's kind of why every time you you brought it up i kind of jokingly laughed about it or brushed it off and then one day to another i don't know what happened i think we got to the point where we we're looking there at, was gray floors in the house <laughs> one day and it was just like this, this is your guys' situation now yeah. yeah you guys figure it out and i think we we were buying you dragged your feet like i dragged my lot, feet really really a bad lot. and, and we, like i think you felt bad telling your parents i don't think i told um, them until the day i left <laughs> so i never had that conversation bad. with them I, I know we you and i bought a bed one of my we buddies did. has a company called cali coast furniture and he gave me a really good deal on a king size bed and we put it in the room and we're like, yo, this shit looks good. Like it's this is a, so pretty. I we, love my bed. We bought a mattress and I'm like, this is better than the one in my room. Like, yeah. All right. So once we had the bed and it's like, what's the excuse? Like we really have everything we need. The space is built out. We have a bed. Like now it's time to furnish it and move in. And I remember it was Mother's Day. I forgot <laughs> what year, a couple years ago. And that was the day we kind of just like decided to move in. And I, I went to, I was at my parents' house. I got a duffel bag. I filled it up. After I had lunch or dinner with my mom, I was like, you know what, guys, 
I'm moving out. Peace. And they were kind of like, didn't take it serious. And then I spent the night here and I came back to my parents' house the next day to grab more stuff. And like, yeah. they were just like, so you're really just leaving like that? And they had no problem with it, but I did have that real conversation with them and they, they supported me. They said whatever. He's also like 20, what, six at this point? No, like, come on. Yeah, era tiempo. <laughs> yeah, well, they were cool with it. They're like, whatever you need, we support you. If you guys, if ever, they thought the worst, like if you guys ever like break up, you're always in a space here, blah, blah, Rude. blah, whatever. <laughs> um, so I, I think at that point I was just living off of two duffel bags in this place that was unfurnished yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. that transition period was interesting. And I think that's something that I think a lot of people who went, once you move in, you don't really consider uh furnishing your place yeah you don't like all you think you need it you you're so used to having whatever you had previously that once you have your own space it's like okay i got a bed now i need a couch now i need tables now i need dishes now i need soap like all these things that you thought were always just there yeah. now you really have to well, consider no i think i kind of well you get my that. point like, like like small essentials like you expect yeah. to be there like now it's like you really have to get Detergent everything from scratch and stuff like that yeah. yeah so that transition period i think is something that that a lot of people are going to face and if you haven't already moved in with your significant other take account for that like yeah. be ready for that like get your shit in order because we definitely spent a lot of time and a lot of money on dumb shit that we now yeah, don't have we did so um whatever we finally moved in i think you started like sleeping over mm-hmm. and then little by little like you just kind of stayed here yeah there was no official date there was no official plan there was nothing like that but what we did was we tried to work with what we have a little bit so we, we did, stole a lot of shit from your parents house yeah from my parents yeah house? we took a lot of dishes a lot of cups oh we did yeah so pots we, and pans yeah. <laughs> i was trying but to buy my mom that. was also like buying new stuff so we're like she also we'll, never yeah. uses anything in her kitchen yeah, my mom does so not. we were like yeah this is a free a for all person yes or a kitchen person yeah at all yeah but we brought some stuff from your place so we brought some stuff from your room because it kind of fit like the color aesthetic um and then we just did we like, didn't even have a color aesthetic at the time it was kind of just like like black this looks <laughs> black cool, and gray and white you know um and, and that's something i think we should i would recommend yes. to anybody moving in with their partner is highly like, recommend have a style guide have a mood board have something mm-hmm. aesthetically that you both agree on otherwise you're going to be spending yeah. a lot of money on furniture and decorative pieces that you probably won't like within the next couple months yeah so what i would recommend doing is like starting a pinterest board um, Pinterest has like really good like home decor stuff yeah. or like following like your favorite favorite Instagram blogger Instagram bloggers um, and seeing what things you like and what you would like your place to look like um, so that when you move in you can kind of just start you it doesn't have to be all done at once but you can start buying you have an idea things. you can visualize what you want it you to look like you can visualize but also like start buying things that you can like slowly accumulate until you have what your home looks like and i don't think we did any of that so for us we just bought stuff from barry's place and then we did filler stuff so we would go to marshall's we would go to home goods and i just um spend money on like little things that we thought we needed but it was never like with intention so a, a year or two later like we ended up with this house that we didn't love how it looked and when you don't love how things look at least for me you don't feel comfortable and you're not happy in the space that you're living in so now we've kind of found ourselves in like a second wave i'll do that again (laughs) a second wave of remodeling the house and now we have done the pinterest it's a little more serious a little more expensive it's more serious it's getting a tiny bit more expensive um but also like do the research like 
for us too, I think we had like a little rounds of offer up where we would just be like, oh, that looks cool. Because it was like, so cheap. We were just like, yeah, why not? Like, let's go pick it up and just buy it. But now it's like, we do things with intention. It's like, okay, if we're going to buy a bookshelf, like let's look on every single possible website yeah. and let's look at every single Compare, price. And get it's the best not, rate. Yeah, get the best rate. And then sometimes it's it's more on quality versus the price because there are certain things you'll yes. buy on offer up on Ikea, at Target that are very flimsy. Yeah. And, and if you really want something to last, you need to like find somewhere that has really good yeah. quality goods. And for me, I think I'm starting to realize that like I just like things that look good, that feel good, that are a little bit more on the newer side. So for me, sometimes it's worth willing to make like making of, more of an invest yeah. investment is worth it for me because it genuinely makes me happy and I'm super content with the way things look. Like we put up some frames today. Um, we put up like a new bookshelf and a bookcase and now we have plants and that now like our living room just feels a lot nicer and our, our room or, or the whole house is starting to feel a lot nicer than when we first moved in. And now I'm okay because it, now I'm okay because we we know how much money we're spending, yeah. but we're also we're budgeting content. and we're it. Yeah, yeah, but we're content with the way it looks. Yeah. And then it just feels nice to like have those things. So that's like one big tip I do have if you are moving in. And especially I mean, if you don't care what your place looks like and like you're content with just like Yeah. The minimal, like by all means, you know, like it's whatever, that's cool yeah whatever you get there's no right or wrong answer this is just sure. kind of our experiences and what we've learned and what we would recommend yeah, yeah. but uh, i recommend that and if you're gonna be picky like me like definitely plan ahead so i think the next thing or advice that i would recommend is making sure you and your partner talk about responsibilities like who's doing what and not sticking to it but like having understanding like if one person doesn't cook make sure you're aware that you need to learn how to cook See, I'm like opposed to that. I'm not opposed to that because I'm not a planner. I'm more of just like figure it out as you go. So I think it's just more of like be on the same page. What do you guys think? Comment Sorry. below. Do you think you should pre-plan your moving in situation? Or do you think that you just figure it out as you go? I mean, not necessarily pre-plan pre -plan too much, but it's like, yo, like if... I know like I'm going to be the cook. Like you need to know that you're going to be able, you're going to be doing some of like the cleaning. Like if it's like dishes or if it's sweepy mopping, whatever. Cause I think that's something that you're going to figure out real quick once you move with your partner, what they do and don't like, and yeah. you're going to get into arguments and then you don't mob the right way. You don't sweep the right way. You don't get the little fucking <laughs> oh spider webs God. in the corners. All these things are coming out. The claws come out. <laughs> this is true. So I think that's a real important topic to talk about with your partner and making sure you guys are both, on the same page at least a little bit even if it's even if you guys both don't do Definitely. shit at least have the conversation <laughs> if you don't do shit if you guys both just want to pay a clean lady like my friend right here that's um, ideal Please, as long as you guys are both we? on the same page just be aware of that because th those things can definitely cause tensions and that's when you start seeing the the ugly side of your partner if you ugly if side you, if excuse you will excuse you okay maybe it's not. i think we should like break down the different scenarios and like our experiences and our rationale or at least my rationale behind all of my ideas and all of the things that i want to do because it just doesn't come out because i'm crazy like there are different reasons why i want to do certain things or why i don't want to do certain let's things go, so my i friend. think Start that's like off. worth go explaining let's listen um so we'll talk about chores a little bit not too much because that shit can get boring like nobody likes chores right. I, I really don't enjoy doing chores that much um but one of the things that you all did mess messages about is like who does, who does what, what yeah 
Um, which is a fair <laughs> funny. question. It's a fair question. And honestly, we live in a very non-traditional, not typical stereotyped um, household. Um, That's to say the woman doesn't do much in this household. <laughs> the woman does a lot. Okay. Fair. Fair enough. Yes. So um, I just think it's like I've always grown up with the mentality that both people um, can do everything that's so, fair i understand that yeah and that's fair and but I do think, they in this household hmm. <laughs> it's debatable well we'll start off with cooking because straight up i don't cook yeah. i don't cook and i think this is where barry and i defer um from our previous household situation because i grew up in a household where you grew up in la calle put it straight i up. grew up in la calle, in la calle eating i did boil local you ate so, Yoshinoya, whatever yeah. else, whatever so, in the street. Yeah, so anything from the street. So to simplify things, um, I had both of my parents worked all day, five days a week. Um, so I was an only child. I didn't have siblings, but we had my aunt who take care, who took care of um, all of m- me and my cousins. My cousins, yeah. I call my cousins my siblings. So she watched us and raised all of us. Um, so every single day I would get dropped off at my aunt's house. Mm -hmm. Um, she would take us to school. She played like my mom role because my parents were always at work. Um, and I would eat at her house. And when she wasn't here, obviously sometimes people go away or like they go on vacation or things like that. Like I would go to great grandma's house. I would go to my other grandma's house. Um, I was just kind of like tossed all over the place. That sounds really bad, but it was just because my parents were like, always working it was always on the move yeah yeah they were always on the go so um when things like that happened um you know i kind of like ate a little bit of everything everywhere and when my it was like my dad's turn to since they work so much um, the last thing you want to do is cook at home so. yeah and then like my mom would come home late so she obviously like didn't want to cook she doesn't like to cook even Period. if like that was Period. an option like she really doesn't like to cook and so like my dad, like we would eat out in the street because that's like all we could do at the moment, which I am grateful for because I think it has molded me and like to the person that I am now. I'm like pretty much like open You'll to eat everything. And everything. Yeah. Um, and I'm not super picky. Um, but yeah, so I don't cook. I don't like to cook. I was never taught how to cook. I have no interest in cooking. Um, I will do what I need to do to get by. You'll survive is what you're saying. I survive. Um, but with that, Barry's the one that cooks in that. I, on the other hand, so when my brother went to college, my mom was, became a stay at home mother. So there was always food at home. But even before that, when they, both my parents worked, my sister and I would always be watching the cooking channel. For whatever reason, we had an interest in the cooking they channel. They love the cooking we channel. We would mess around in the kitchen and cook up different concoctions and add different things and just make dishes our own. Like nothing made sense, but we knew what we liked. We knew what tasted good. We knew what tasted bad. So that kind of interest, that kind of sparked an interest in cooking for me. And to this day, I, I watch a lot of cooking shows on YouTube. I still, whenever you're not around, I watch cooking channel here. Um, I can't put any cooking food shows I at all. Not even Netflix it. and that stuff. Arlene hates that shit. <laughs> So at home, unless it's like Benihana when they're Benihana's when they're cooking yeah. right in front of you, like so I don't need I'm the to type know person how that, things are made. I'm the type of person that if we go to a restaurant and I find a dish that I like, I want to find a way to make it at home. Like I always want to challenge myself or figure out like, yo, this is simple. Like why can't we just make this at home? And that's just my type of person I am. And Arlene hates that shit, but she also likes when it comes. I like out to good. eat. She likes to eat, <laughs> and if I can figure out how to do it, and if she can have her favorite dish from a restaurant yeah. at home, she's all for it. But once we moved in. <laughs> I never had 
so much boiler i've never had that much boiler in my yeah. life since when we first started moving okay, in okay this has kept me alive right throughout the years <laughs> towards the beginning of the relationship we didn't have any pots pans we didn't really have kitchen stuff we didn't have salt peppers basic basic things that i thought every oh household my had. god yes you oh my god okay let me tell y'all i grew up in an empty clean it's kitchen. still like your, your parents house oh like my whenever, parents yeah whenever we go to your parents them. house it's so spotless I'm talking about my kitchen right now okay this is not we use that <laughs> we kind of use it sometimes but i grew up in like a spotless like no había manteca it was a display stufa, kitchen like no había like, you know the trickles of oil that fall away like none of that in my mom's kitchen and then i moved in with barry and Especially right now, like in quarantine, we've made meals like maybe three times a day. Yeah. And we have like one of every spice, of every salt, of tomato paste. Like I never saw that growing up. Wow. Like, wow. Yeah. It's weird. Once we moved in, that was a, that was a big change for me is going, for going me. from having home cooked meals like five, six days a week to having street food like the majority of the week. So we had to adapt to that. We had to figure out what our routine was. We had to go to the grocery store, figure out, you know, yeah. what you like to eat, what kind of food I can. I like going to the grocery store, though. Yeah. When you just buy stuff that you never <laughs> eat or that go to waste. I try to figure out what meals we're going to make throughout the week. Or now we're both a little bit better at yeah, that. Yeah, we're so much more conscious we, of we, it. We use Pinterest and we mm-hmm. find these dishes that we like and we buy the right ingredients. That way we don't or we follow like Trader Joe's Instagram accounts where they show you like what meals yeah. to make, which makes it nicer because you just show up to the store and you buy those specific ingredients. We were being very bad at one point where we just buy like random stuff and we never made any real meals. So sometimes like things would go to waste. So we started feeling really, really bad about stuff like that. Um, And now we go shopping with intention. So we buy things specifically to make the meals that we want and that way nothing goes to waste and we're just like not wasting money. And I think we've also learned to buy like buy bits. Yeah. Like even if it means going to the grocery store more. More often, yeah. Yeah. So responsibilities, check that shit off your list. Who's cooking, who's cleaning, who's washing, who's doing any of that kind of stuff because that shit's going to cause problems. Yeah, especially cleaning. Cleaning, I think that's where we bump heads a lot. Yeah. Because. Because what? You're messy. And you're not. And I'm also messy. So we, we we bump heads. But you know what? We try to figure it out day by day. We're trying to be better. We have yeah. a kid coming, so we both got to figure shit together. Yeah, we try. But along with that, obviously, so get your get your responsibilities in order. Get your style guide of your house in order. And and yeah. with all that, once you move in with your partner, you're going to start seeing a different side of that person. Like, you thought you knew somebody. Like, I knew Arlene since my elementary school. But once you move in with somebody, it's a lot different. It like. Is. You start seeing little things that you didn't pick up on before. You start seeing different habits of different people. Arlene hates the way I chew, apparently. So stuff like that <laughs> becomes an issue. I don't know why. Like, you chew so, like, fast for me. It's fucking weird. And, <laughs> you know, things that... And right now, pregnant, I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, why do you have to chew? <laughs> That's disrespectful, but all right. Other things like, you know, using the restroom with the door open. Like, yeah, it's not me. I'll tell you, it's not me. <laughs> You know, some people just See, like the thing is, like, I also feel like you pick up a lot from like your family and the way that you were raised. And if like you I know, was ra- I was raised very like if you're if you enter a room and there's a bunch of people, you greet everybody individually. You have a, it's a little bit of manners, respect, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, Like his family is has a lot more manners, like they're more respectful, yeah. like the tone is a little bit more it's like softer. soft and on like with my parents it's different and if you've met my parents like you hear my dad like cursing all the time and they talk shit to each other all the time it's funny because even though it's like more loose 
even though it's very different from my upbringing i think it fits very well into my gemini personality because i can be very polite in one setting and i can just be like fuck it like what's yeah. up y'all you know so i, I i'm able to yeah. adapt but I, but with that like i do fucking go to the restroom with the door open whatever like i if i go to the restroom and i lock the door all obviously hell only loose. with barry though like i'm also not like you know. I'm just saying. <laughs> you pick up on these little things, man. But that's my personality. And yeah. I'm more I mean, of just like... Ugh. If you're with your partner for the long run, you grow to love these things. You grow to appreciate yeah. these things. You just grow to accept these things. You know, it's kind of... It's, it is what it is. It comes with the territory. And, you know, it's funny because we, we definitely had a bunch of clashing experiences. But now it's kind of like we know how we, each other is. Yeah. And you get used to it. And you just we're kinda, adapting a little bit more. And we're learning how to work around things. Yeah. Um, which is good. It's a good thing. And but I think you learn and just like don't give up on each other because like what if she doesn't want to close the door? You know? <laughs> what if she doesn't want to take the trash out? What if she just leaves it outside yeah. the door? <laughs> you know, all these different okay. things. Okay. Anyways, don't, moving don't on. Don't even yeah, exactly. Moving on. Exactly. So but I mean it, it's it's all fun. It's it's really all it's fun. fun. It's a growing experience. And you know, it helps you in the long run. I think it's helped us be a lot more financially stable. Yeah. In terms of like we're not spending money on dumb stuff anymore because yeah. we have a home to care for, to furnish, to yeah. pay for. Like also all the, pay rent. All the, yeah, all this thing yeah. adds up. And that kind of helps you also understand what kind of, you know, obviously this isn't our long-term goal. We mm -hmm. don't want to live here forever. We have a child coming. So we're obviously thinking about our future and moving into a, an actual home. But I think this is a good test run and seeing. Hopefully sooner than later. This YouTube video is going <laughs> to start picking up. You know, subscribe, like, like comment. Subscribe, double you know, like. Tell your friends, please. Um, <laughs> this also helps us understand like what it is to care for a home. You know what it is to yeah. furnish a home. Yeah. What what to look for in a home. Like if you know me, a big thing for me is I want a nice kitchen. I would give a fuck for, less about the kitchen. <laughs> but these are the things that you. No, you, I do. We've talked. We talk about the kitchen all the time, and we want what the what's the middle thing called? An island. An island. Wow, oh my that's God. the one thing you picked up from the kitchen. <laughs> the island. All right, and not even to like cooking. Like she not wants even to have waterfall it. island. The little <laughs> one that all the little bloggers have. You know. So pretty, That's like just to look at Anyways, for display. <laughs> but all those things definitely. I mean, this experience helped us, you know, figure figure our life out a little bit. You know, we buy things a little yeah. more responsibly. You know, before we would just buy random shit on offer up at Home Goods, thinking mm -hmm. it would fit the house, and then you put it in, and it's like this shit don't work here. And it gives you an idea of like um, also how to, like be responsible, how to budget your money, um, and also I think what one thing that's important for me is when you're in a setting for so long, yeah. you figure out what you like and what you dislike, obviously mm. like about the home, but also I think about the surrounding area. Also true. And don't even get me started. If you have a ring at your house, oh my <laughs> shit God. is wild. People Hold on, are let's wild pause, pause. and people are extra. If you have a ring, the app, the <laughs> camera, the security <laughs> system at your house, how wild is that little fucking network of yeah. social network system they have? Everybody's like, yo, was that fireworks? Was yeah. that gunshots? Yeah. Yo, I heard a helicopter. It's what did it say? It's so crazy. And sometimes you get scared because it's like, wait, what if it's serious? Especially with like having a kid on the way, um, you start picking up on things that like you wouldn't want to see your you don't want your kid to see when you're like walking down yeah. the street or little things like that so i think that gives you an idea of like setting where you want to live um and like barry said the type of house that you want to live in so in general i think moving in Can't with your <laughs> moving in with your partner is definitely beneficial in a lot of ways it's it tests you in a lot of ways it makes it makes you realize like it makes you grow up yeah. and it makes you realize if you really want to be with this person or not for the long run because there's a lot of things that i think 
would be deal breakers to other people. No, for sure. And, you know, if it's like having family around or like mm-hmm. how you connect with your family, like I know it's yeah. like my family lives outside. Like you're, it's a duplex here, obviously. So we see your family a lot. Yeah. But for mine, we have to go out and, and visit them. It's not far than the same city, but yeah. that dynamic also shifts. And all those things you pick up on when you move in with somebody, it's, it's you learn every single thing about them because you're with them literally 24 seven. Yeah. So I think moving in with your partner again is, is, is a beneficial for your relationship but it can also test you a lot. So you have yeah. to be strong and, and understanding and realize what you're getting into. Yeah. And if all else fails, just move the fuck out. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm, I'm also for that. Like, I, talk, I still tell Barry, like, dude, I'll leave you. Leave? <laughs> I bought the bed. We keep, I'm keeping the bed. <laughs> I have no problem. Can I still keep the bed, though? No, you're not keeping Now, I'm a firm believer. I'm taking the cat, too. I'm a firm believer. That sounds, like, so fucking serious. But I truly believe, like, I know traditionally or, like, culturally, like, soul's kicking um people aren't like supposed to move in together until they're like married or until like again that's why super serious or like that's the one but i also think in order to make a relationship work or in order to get married that's even your goal you have to know your partner you have to test the waters you gotta test drive before you buy it you gotta know know what real life (laughs) what the real shit and situation is because if not like what is you doing? What if you get married and then you move in together and then it's like a complete And then you figure out that they choose so show. gross <laughs> and you just yeah. can't handle that. <laughs> and you can't do it. It's like you wasted a complete they good amount of your open, life like, and yo. money and this ring. Like, what do you do with the ring? Do you sell it? Do you give it back? No, I'm just kidding. But whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think you have to test the waters. And if it doesn't work out, like, it's cool. It's part of life. You figure it out. On to the next. Yeah. And that's it. It is what it is. It's all a growing experience. Like, I think that's kind of why we wanted to talk about this topic in general, just because, you know, I don't think there's a lot of people in our age, in our demographic of our color Mm -hmm. that are talking about these kinds of things. It's kind of you see the people who have, quote unquote, made it and they have this nice house, nice lifestyle. And it's kind of like they didn't really highlight where they started. Yeah. And I think with us, it seems like such a far reach. It seems like a far reach. So this is kind of our transitioning phase, hopefully. And this is kind of what we want to showcase and kind of give you guys our trials and tribulations. Yeah, I can't wait till we do like Welcome to My Crib, Hustle and Soul Edition. Shit. <laughs> Once again, please subscribe, like, comment, tell a friend, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, man, that does it for episode number Trey. So this is what we can. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know what's wrong with you. So this was moving in together and our kind of experience. Yeah. And hopefully you guys learned something. Hopefully you guys were entertained. You know, we don't know exactly the right or wrong things. We're obviously figuring shit out as we go. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of... It's w- fun, though, and I hope everyone watching is having fun or at least getting a kick of this. Yeah, show. I mean, that's all we can hope for. Again, we're not... Don't fucking listen to everything we say because we clearly don't get everything figured out. We're not out. experts. Like, we're trying to figure it out. And if you have tips or if you're like... Let us know. Get your ass cooking. Send me recipes. If you guys know somewhere like that. <laughs> that, that has cooking classes or if you recommend... A food service like HelloFresh or any of those things. But more importantly, if you have a cleaning service, hit me up because I will take it. I will pay you. If you got an aunt, a mom, a fucking, I don't know. A robot. Let us know. I take it all. But before we close out, I definitely want to do something special for this episode. Yes. Everybody that's been watching us has been so amazing. Yes. With all the feedback. Thank you. Honestly, we did this podcast and we just went for it. Barry's been wanting to do it for a long time. We've mentioned this. Like I decided to join him. 
we didn't really know where it would go or yeah. we didn't know where we would land. We didn't know that people wanted to listen to what we have to crazy. say. Yeah. So that is so meaningful. That's pretty and cool. I really so love, we're super excited to just I keep really, really, this. really love that a lot of our supporters are also from Southeast LA. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good to see people that, you know, people that we, from our middle school that we probably lost touch with that are still out there and, yes. and still watching. So we appreciate all you guys. We haven't forgotten any of you guys. So we, I know, we, we respect, we appreciate everybody. Yeah. And we love hearing from you guys and all the DMs and just like all the positivity, like just and I'm keep trying, it up. Like not even just to us, like just everywhere <laughs> i'm trying i'm trying my best guys i'm trying not to cut arlene off as much as possible i know i know, I know it's a thing i give them i'm aware like- i'm aware but you know sometimes she'll be saying <laughs> some dumb shit but yeah, yeah so what we want to do with this episode i want to oh, yeah. do a do giveaway it. i want to give you guys a hundred dollars to sworn of us and yes. if you guys don't know sworn of us is my apparel brand sure my shirt sure my shirt this is this is a sworn of us tea all day hey. gang gang and you know the holidays are coming up black Friday's coming up the cold weather's gonna come up and we love outerwear in my brand so yeah a hundred dollars to get you guys hooked up all you guys have to do is three things one subscribe to my channel do it two please like the video like it three comment something what should we comment what i don't know is there a phrase i think it should be like sworn gang or something now that we say it out loud yeah fuck it comment sworn gang fuck it yeah and also let me know how do you guys feel about the length of these videos because the first video was like 45 minutes i try to drop it down to 38 minutes this one might be a little bit shorter yeah do you guys want more lengthier videos and podcasts or do you guys prefer a little bit more condensed information you know all these are there like things we should do throughout the podcast too like you want to call in? We can have somebody call in. I want to do that. Can we figure out how to do that? We'll figure out how to do yeah, that. I still got to buy the equipment. I'm still running my little janky yeah, system, but it's coming, guys. It's coming. Please give Barry a reason to buy better shit. Yeah. Like, my mic is low key yeah. janky clip at one, this point. Clip one was a little off. But you know what? Tell him. We'll get better your with girl time. needs a new mic. We'll get better with time, guys. Promise you. Promise <laughs> you. But again, give us, give us any feedback. Let us know yeah. any topics you guys want to hear. Um, all that kind of stuff helps guys but we really really appreciate you guys from the bottom of our heart honestly like thank you guys for yes. watching thank you guys for subscribing thank you guys for following us on Instagram all that kind of stuff like it really really means a lot that it you does. guys care what we're talking about I know so we want to make sure we keep things engaging keep things exciting we want to make sure Arlene lasts as many episodes before the baby yes. comes Give, send us ideas send us things everyone wants to hear I am all about interviewing people too so if there's anyone you think is down for this podcast um let us know so we can reach out to them and bring them on board because we are like by the time you guys see this probably a month away from baby soul's arrival so we really are enjoying this we will be quarantining again so (laughs) please send us ideas because we will most likely go hard with these episodes for just a little bit longer so again appreciate you guys this is episode three we out